Hello everyone, this is Sleepy Dad. You know what? I've <laughs> I've had a uh, a wild weekend, man. And it was a wild week last week. Alright, so I've mentioned a couple of times in, in last week's episode that I have some home improvement stuff I need to get taken care of and that and that's just that's just adding on. And it's all paint, thank God, it's all paint. Nothing extreme, right? So thank God it's all paint. And, and yeah, there's a little bit of other stuff I need to take care of, but you know, that'll come in time, alright? It's not pertinent. My biggest concern is my daughter's getting a hold of the old paint that's drying up off of the, the window frame. It's cracking and everything else. Them sitting there thinking, oh, I can eat this. This looks like food. Now, I got a two-year-old daughter that'll try about almost anything. Luckily, she's not made it to that point yet. You know, nowhere near that. She don't mess with those, so thank God. But anyways, besides that, oh, and by the way, every time I think I figure out like the exact number, there's like one more that adds on, there's another one that adds on, yada yada yada. So yeah, fun times. Anyway, so back to where I'm getting with. Like I said, last week was just an interesting week. I felt like every time I turned around, I found something new, something that's wrong, something that previous owners had done wrong, or whatever the case may be. And I swear, right? I swear, man, that just, it kills me. It kills me, y'all. That what they allowed and what they did and everything else, oh my gosh. You know, it really is true what they say about when you buy a an old home, you're buying everybody else's problems that they've had. So if you just put a band-aid on a problem on, on a uh, on a deep cut, you ain't really do fixing much. But if you stitch it up, you actually work on it. Well, then you fix the problem. Anyways, like I said, last week was a, a very interesting week. Um... Me and my wife had it out a couple times, and like all couples, I'm guessing, those problems don't just end right there, you know, they keep going, and I guess that's something that I need to learn, something I need to take a page out of someone else's book, something, jeez, metallic. So my wife has this thing, and, and by the way, today's complete episode segment, it's going to be about our relationship, so uh, first in advance, I apologize. Um, kind of feel like sometimes I need to just vent, uh, but mainly right now, I definitely need to get this off my chest. Um... 
So, anyways, my wife, who, by the way, I love my wife. Don't get me wrong. Don't take this the wrong way. I love my wife. Okay. She's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. But at the same time, she's also one of the most annoying things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> All right, so how, how do you build communication? How, how do you have good communication? In my mind, that's being able to talk to each other and tell each other no matter what, no matter how much of a problem it's going to create, cause, or make, you still have to talk to each other. Okay. So I got to talk to my wife. Even on days when I don't want to talk to my wife, I got to talk to my wife. And my wife, she'll listen. She may not comprehend everything, but she'll listen. So I'm sitting there, and I'll talk to my wife about things. I'll tell her, you know, this is this is this, this is what, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I'll ask her what she thinks. Sometimes I get an answer, sometimes I don't. My favorite thing that she loves to do, and I'll say a favorite as it's our casual, as in, yeah, aggravates the piss out of me, that kind of stuff. My favorite thing that she loves to do is whenever I ask her a question, mostly because, you know, you, you go off facial expressions when, you know, when you talk to people, when, when you're in a relationship and all. You gauge people's moods, and that's just in general. Uh, you gauge people's moods off their facial expressions. And so, I say, hey, what's wrong? You know, what you thinking about? Those two questions. Out of those two questions, she flat out, no open sight, will say, nothing's wrong. Okay. I'll come back a couple minutes later. Maybe you're sure there's nothing wrong. Yeah, everything's fine. Okay. And I'll I'll decrease the time from a couple minutes about you know half a minute later. Maybe you sure everything's okay? Well, really, this is what's going on. Oh, my gosh. When she sits there and says, well, really, this is what's going on and this and that, I just, I lose it. I lose it. Because three times I've asked this woman, three times I've asked this woman, what's going on? What is it? You know, this and that. Three times I've asked this woman. And she can't tell me. 
know the hardest thing about it is like she expects me to not overreact when something like that happens. When she pulls a stunt like that, when she says and does stuff like that, she doesn't want me to have a reaction to it. She wants me to be completely stoic and no care at all and just be like, okay. So that's what's going on. Sorry. But guys, our minds aren't like that. We sit there and we go straight to, well, why didn't you tell me this in the first place? Why couldn't you talk to me about it? Why did you keep that from me? Why did you lie? I asked you that question three times. Stuff like that. I'm convinced that there is a... Some kind of like... Mental block... Or something along those lines that legitimately, like she just every time she hears, Hey, what's wrong? You okay? That kind of stuff. She doesn't want to hear it. She turns it, she tunes it out, turns that, that worry and everything off and says, you know, he's not, he doesn't need to hear it. He's had, you know, whatever he's had to deal with. So forget my problems, forget the stuff I'm going through and dealing with. I need to tend to him. When last I checked, her and I are a team. Her problems are my problems. We work together, and so on and so on. At least that's what I thought. Sorry, you're hearing all the bumpy road. Like I said, it's early in the morning. Oh, man. Man, I don't know what else to do. this up here. Oh, garbage. Yeah, that's problem number one. Open line of communication. Being honest. Right? That's that's problem number one. Problem number two is very easy and very simple. Uh, At least, you know, all these problems are very easy, very simple. Especially in my mind. Because here's the reason why. 
right? If you love somebody enough, you and you know that the stuff you're doing is going to cause a problem, you should be smart enough to sit there and say, I don't want to cause any more problems. I'm not going to do this stuff. All right. Here's how I'm going to fix this problem. Here's how I'm not going to do this. But Lord help us know. All right. My wife has asthma. She has, uh, she's always had it, uh, especially after having our first child, uh, her asthma symptoms and stuff like that was more, has been more active than it ever has been before. And so, she's all like, two different things of allergy medicine, rescue inhaler, she's got a nebulizer at home, and a uh, uh, type of, like, Advair kind of thing for her lungs. I guess I'd be another, like, allergy type thing, but... That's directly inhaling to help from having any issues. I'm trying to prevent issues. Let me put it out. As preventive measures go, it all works. Okay. But here last week, my wife sits there and goes, All right. I'm running low on this, 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 this. I need to get this all called in. Pharmacy says, hey, on everything else, you're still good. But on this, you need a uh, renewal from the doctor's office. Okay. Well, the renewal from the doctor's office... has taken longer than what it should have. And I say that with with confidence, knowing that these doctors, well, let me rephrase it this way. She doesn't really have a doctor. She has a nurse practitioner. And at this, at this clinic, this nurse practitioner is allowed to work two, three times a week and then be gone working somewhere else two, three times a week somewhere else. And so, my wife called in all this stuff, you know, reached out, blah, 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 and was told by the pharmacy, all right, yeah, we sent this over, yada, yada, yada. Well, the clinic, first of all, I don't, I don't trust this this clinic. I don't trust this, this clinic that my wife's been going to. Not that they're bad, but like, I've never really had a very good experience with them. You know, when you get in to see this 
this nurse practitioner, she's good. Don't get me wrong. She's really good. But, like, when she started having very bad asthma attacks in the summer, right at the beginning of COVID, um, I started to get worried. And little did I know, hey, it's the same type. Like, I didn't remember or I didn't realize it's the same type of stuff that happened as soon as she was pregnant with our firstborn. Her body is pulling. So, we didn't want to go to the hospital. We had our firstborn and, and we were in panic mode and everything else. So, we ended up going to that clinic. And, uh, of course, my wife, you know, just always, you know, throughout that time, she was just like, oh, it's no big deal, 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 oh, it's no big deal. Versus something's not right, we need to take care of this. Something's up, we need to, we need to figure this out. I need to go see a doctor. And of course, of all things, to my wife, right? We haven't had to, you know, do too much as far as, you know, going to doctors and doing prescriptions and all that kind of stuff until after our first child. It's so... We're sitting there, right? We're sitting there. And I'm telling you the story of our first time ever being at that clinic, all right? Because you're going to flip out. So we walk in. Of course, I do this whole screening thing. Have you had this? Have you felt this? Blah, blah, blah. I go through this, like, 20-questionnaire. Feels like a damn interrogation. So I get through, we get through that. We go to the counter. And they're sitting there looking at me. And I'm like, look, I need to get my wife and to see the nurse practitioner, whoever. Well, sir, do you have an appointment? Just called and made an appointment. Oh, okay. Well, all right, sir, we'll have you fill the, we'll have you and your wife fill this stuff out and y'all take a seat and then when it's her time, we'll call her back. Okay, ma'am, she's been having an ongoing asthma attack for the past, like, 15, 20 minutes. It's heavy one minute, and it's slow the next. It's heavy, slow, heavy, slow. She goes, I understand that, sir. But we, we, we have patience in front of her. Okay. Well, we were told to be there by 10, 15. We ended up leaving the house at 12.15, sorry, 10.15. We ended up leaving the house at, like, 
10 o'clock, the appointment was made at like 9.55. I quickly got dressed. She quickly got dressed. We're freaking out. So we're sitting there. And about an hour later, we're still sitting there. Everybody else is coming and gone about, you know, four or five people times over. And so I walk up to the uh, window again. I said, ma'am, I, I, I understand that there is a procedure to how things are done here. I get that. But we've been sitting in here. My wife's been having an asthma attack. That's why we're here. Because they know the hospital, they're going to be able to do the same stuff that y'all do here. Can you please help us? Can we please get back there so she can get the treatment she needs so that way she feels better? And that way this stuff goes away. She goes, how long y'all been sitting up here? I said, for an hour. We were told by her, fill out the paperwork. Take a seat, and you'll be called back once you return. She goes, oh, y'all should have been back there way before now. Y'all should have came in and been straight back to us, ma'am. This is what. She goes, oh. She goes, all right, let's get you back there now. All right, so then they call my wife's name. We go back there. They go, yeah, you should have been back here way before. Now, we didn't have that. We didn't have any patience. So, we need, we need to tell the people up front. So, that's strike one. Strike two has been the fact that anytime my wife, and, and this has been ongoing for about a year plus, my wife can never get a hold of anybody that deals with her chart there to get a prescription filled. It takes an act of freaking Congress. It must be when Joe... No, I shouldn't say this. It must be when it's every other year you actually get a hold of somebody doing it back there and then they want to catch an attitude with you sitting there saying, this is the reason why. Blah, 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 blah. So I ain't having it. I'm her husband. I got two little girls. If my wife falls over and dies, I have to then figure out how to explain it to my wife. I mean, not to my wife to my two little girls and then to my family, what the hell happened? And I don't feel like making that damn conversation become light. I don't feel like making that conversation become a reality. I need to figure out how to get this stuff taken care of. So, recently, and I'm saying this in, in the most polite way possible, recently, we got on the phone my wife, like I said, it's about that time. Prescriptions are, uh, one of them is needing to be renewed and everything else. And this is, brings me all full circle right back to where we were talking about with uh, the pharmacy and everything. So the pharmacy sent over a uh, pre-authorization. All right, we need to get this. The, this patient needs to get this medicine filled. Um, yeah, we need to go from there. On her inhaler, okay, on her inhaler, uh, the Vespi inhaler, which is basically, like I said, basically Adderall. Not Adderall, shit, sorry. Bad bear. Uh, it says one or two puffs. 
Alright, so she, my, my wife does two puffs, both morning and evening. No problem. We've tried, you know, recently, alright, we'll do one puff and see if that works, but nope. One puff does not work. Two puffs helps her, and it's done over with. Doesn't really have any tags after that. Alright, so. We're sitting there, and I believe my wife more than anybody else. When it comes to stuff like this, she's not going to lie to me about prescriptions. She's not going to tell me some pony made up story, this and that type stuff. She's going to tell me exactly what happened because she knows I'm going to ask, right? So. We're sitting there on Saturday. We still had not, like, she's been trying to call, trying to call, trying to call, trying to get help of somebody. Everybody keeps telling her, well, ma'am, she's this, you know, nurse practitioners in clinics, in clinicals, uh, you know, she'll call back in a little bit. A little bit rolls around. Three hours later, still nothing. So my wife calls. Says, ma'am, I, I really need to talk to her. Um, I'm a patient of hers. I need a medicine refilled, renewed. It's on my chart. She's supposed to have it done back in December. It's February. And it's come time that I need this medicine again. Okay, well, somebody's on the other line. And then, you know, we'll get, we'll get her to call you back. Oh, so Josh Rush. Alright. I, I pretty much basically said my name, but I didn't say all of it, so you don't know. So I, I'm getting really frustrated at this point. It rolls around to about 1.15, 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, 1.15, alright. I said, that's it. You won't get any results by sitting here acting nice. I'm going to show you how to get results and then you get stuff done. Okay. She, I, I'm, I, I've already blew up about it. I'm upset about it. That's where I'm at. She says, okay. So we call, I call up there. I said, ma'am, my wife is a patient. Of nurse practitioner there, Chris, and I don't know his last name, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's not important, though. I ain't trying to give this person a bad practice, but I said, look, uh, she has called several times. She has called Friday. She has called pretty much almost all day today. She knows y'all close at three, you know, stuff like that. And we're trying to get this medicine filled. Now, every time we call up there, we constantly get told, oh, she's in clinicals. She can't talk right now. Or there's somebody on the other line, we'll have, we'll have them call you back here in a minute. But that minute doesn't come, and we have to sit here and sit here and sit here. Now, she has asthma and everything else. I mean, she has asthma, and she's on quite a number of medications. She just needs one medication renewed so that she can get that prescription filled. I said, now, this is, this is frustrating. All on its own. I said, I, I'm trying right now 
to get a hold of somebody, whoever is in that person's, you know, unit, whatever, to get this stuff taken care of. She goes, okay, she takes on all the information. She goes, all right, I'm going to try to shoot back there. Well, they didn't let it go back to voicemail or anything, and they didn't let it go to uh, back up to the front. So they kept pushing it back there. Finally, somebody answers. And I swear it sounded like the same person. And so she jumped down my case about it. This per- this, uh, this new person on the line jumps down my case about it. I said, man, whoa. Okay, simple mistake. All right. But the simple problem that I'm having right now is the fact that y'all are not calling my wife back. She is a patient of y'all's, and she's sitting here having asthma issues, and she needs a prescription filled for Vivespi, and we need to get the stuff taken care of. She's called and called and called. This woman swears up and down, we never received anything from the pharmacy about it. Ma'am... It, it got sent out Wednesday. Y'all weren't there. Well, still, we should, should have seen it by now, and we haven't. Okay, ma'am. I haven't had a problem with my pharmacy. Maybe my pharmacy didn't send it out, but I promise you they did. And I'll take their word over it or y'all's. She says, well, tell you how you're, you want. You need to get that prescription filled. You have the uh, pharmacy sent a pre-authorization, fax it over, and then we'll get it taken care of. It'll take a couple hours, but we'll get it taken care of. Jesus. So my wife gets on the phone. She calls her back over to the pharmacy, tells them, and we get the fax number from the doctor's office. Get us sent over at about 2:30 ish, somewhere around there. So that that all took about five ten minutes. All right. At about 2:30 ish, about a whole hour later, we call the farm. We call the doctor's office back. To make sure they got it. So that way, there's no. Oh, we didn't get this. We didn't get that. Blah blah blah. blah. Call them back and say, hey, did you, did you receive the pre-authorization from the pharmacy? Oh, yeah, we got that. So, okay, that's great. About how much longer before that's taken care of? Well, sorry, it'll take a little bit longer, but we're going to get it taken care of. Okay. Now, I've told my wife this before, is this whole prescription issue stuff. I've told her this before. I said, this ends now. Like, there, not, there does not need to be any of this happening ever again. We shouldn't be having this problem. This should be an easy fix. Yada, yada, yada. But it's not. Keeping in mind that she has like three and a half days left of that medicine, the clock's ticking. Now, she did exactly what I told her about a week before it starts to go bad, you know, where you don't have that medicine no more. You know, 
when you start getting about 50 puffs, whatever, stuff like that, 20 puffs, 30 puffs, whatever, how many ever puffs it is, we need to go ahead and start making that phone call. And she did. She did, right? But the problem that I have with her is that her backbone is lacking. She'll take somebody else's word for everything versus sitting here using logic and sitting there going, wait a second, all right, this don't take that long. What's going on? You know, why, why is this a thing right now? And so she'll, she'll play ball with them until they say, all right, and, you know, enough's enough. We've had our fun. You know, this and that. still have not got the medicine yet. She has other medicines that, thank goodness, she does not need right now. Like, it's just, those prescriptions are low. That are sitting at the doctor's office. Wait. Waiting and all. And that's, that's the kicker of it all. I like to try to be simple. I like to try to go get all these medicines all at one time. And, you know, go about life and, and enjoy life. Oh, man. I always get to about right around here. I start yawning a lot more. Sorry. So I've, I've told my wife what I expect. I told her I expect that we need to get this medicine filled. I'll have no problem going by and picking it up, this and that. But this stuff needs to get filled, and we need this done, and then you need to find a new doctor. You need to find a doctor who their sole purpose is working out a specific clinic. And they are reachable most days. Most days, as in like every now and then, I get I know they get sick. Every now and then, they're not there. They had a family emergency. That kind of stuff. Not two or three days out of the week they're there. And then you got to figure out like what to do because they're not gonna let another doctor sign off on it. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that clinic because they got a lot of people there who just 
want to bite people's heads off for no reason working there. So, I've told her what I expect. I told her what I want done. We'll see what happens with that. The next thing about my wife that, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, my wife, she really is a great woman. But like all people, we make mistakes, and, and her mistakes just, they're the same mistakes being made over and over. So I kind of worry, and it's not that I kind of worry, I mean, I really worry. I don't think she fully grasps or fully even understands how sometimes that makes me feel. I can say it all the live long day, but it don't mean that she's going to get it through her head that this is how I really feel. If you can't tell, I'm an action type of guy. Not only do I like action movies and everything else, but I like being able to sit there and say, all right, this is exactly what our problem is. Let's get it taken care of. Or this is what we've got to deal with. Let's get this done and over with. Let's get this handled. I don't like sitting around waiting. I definitely, definitely don't like being told, oh, it'll get taken care of. Because the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, if it's supposed to be getting taken care of, why was it not taken care of the first time? Why is this taking the second or third or fourth, however many times, to sit there and finally get this done and over with? And then I love the next response, sir, it ain't, it ain't like we're just ignoring it. Well, sort of feels like it. sitting here driving to work and it's not the most boring drive ever but it's the, uh, definitely one of the most unenthused drives ever so most people either live in the city they work in or and they drive maybe about 5-10 miles max 20 and you got other people like me who does not live in the city they work, drives about 40, 45 miles one way just to go to work. And I don't really mind it. It's not a bad drive, but it's also one of the most boring drives ever. 
they're working on they're working on the road and getting it taken care of uh, so that way it won't be too bad in the future but they've been working on it and working on it and working on it and I swear they're not making any headway I swear I've seen it just get worse and worse and that could be a lot of it because of like COVID reasons and this and that and blah 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 let me put it this way I don't realize I don't think there's that many people that are not working I'm pretty sure almost everybody is working I don't know, I may be wrong. Well, I'm almost 100% definitely sure that everybody is working. You know, I get it, there, there's always these uh, signs saying, you know, need a job, apply. Interviews held these days, blah, blah, blah. Walk-in interviews held these days, blah, blah, blah. You know, just come in and apply. We, we will hire. It's not a problem. But then you turn right around and like nothing is getting any better. I love some of these older homes, like 60s, 70s homes. Uh, kind of remind me of the Brady Bunch, that kind of stuff. And then you see all these traditional, classical type homes that, like this one, it's kind of like a small antebellum, but nice looking, stuff like that, more modern-esque type looking houses, you know. And you're just like, wow, these are really cool houses and everything else, they look nice. And then... I got mine and I'm like, oh, why does mine feel like a redneck look? <laughs> but, but in all reality, like, it's a good home, what I have. Guys, I know I've been complaining about my wife. My wife ain't a bad person. She really isn't. In all truth and honesty, she really isn't a bad person. Does she make all the best choices? Does she make the right decisions? Does she let people walk all over her? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, she is my wife. She is the mother of my two girls. Um, I should say our two girls. You know, she does a lot.
and maybe at the end of the day, I think this could be part of it. She feels like she does not get the recognition that she deserves, and that that may be possible, but at the same time, like, she knows she is amazing. Maybe she just needs to be reminded of it every day, or every other day, or a couple days, whatever have you. But, I promise you right now, like, she is truly one of a kind, and am an amazing person. Well, and is an amazing person, I should say. Properly English, right? feeling that I want to be back at home. I'm already getting the feeling that, like, my mind is sitting here going, is this really worth it? Is this what you need to be doing? Is this what you want to be doing? Yada, yada, yada. Gotta make sure. Okay, let's go. Oh, oh man. Like I've said before, you know, guy. My wife is a wonderful person. She takes a lot of beings, a lot of bullcrap, this and that kind of stuff from people, and at the end of the day, is it all necessary, is it all needed? No, it's not, but at the same time, and, and like before, you know, I'll say it again, she does not need all this BS going on, does not need this all happening to her. That's just a simple fact, but at the same time, she doesn't need to be acting this other way, and yada, yada, yada. So, this is the Sleepy Dad, and I am seeing y'all later. Time to go get my day started. Peace.